0: Welcome back to Stories Behind the Grind, my name is Aidan Bochlow. and today on Stories Behind the Grind, I talk to Kim Toovey, who forged his career at McDonald's, rising through the ranks, and building his skill set across many well-known franchises, including Grilled and Donut Time. Kim is now CEO of Suki Restaurants, which is a poke bowl and sushi franchise, and co-founder of Open Pantry Consulting. Kim, thanks so much for coming on Stories Behind the Grind, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. Before we get started, do you want to give the audience a bit of a background on um, how you became CEO of Suki?
1: Yeah, sure. So I guess for me, my journey uh, towards becoming CEO kind of started back when I was 13 um, as a casual staff member for McDonald's. I think being surrounded by very entrepreneurial uh, franchise partners that I worked for so long ago and seeing how they interacted with their community and uh, and with the, their staff base as well is, is definitely something that was motivated for me to, I guess, want to develop myself and, and grow in, in the business world. Definitely launched me into uh, working for some very exciting companies uh, over the last 15 years. So after leaving Macca's, uh, looking after a cluster on the Sunshine Coast, a cluster of franchise restaurants, I then moved uh, into a Asian QSR Brands head office uh, as a regional manager which was very exciting, but spent a very small period of time there before finding out that um, franchise partner life was for me. Um, so exited the head office, um, still, still within the same brand. Ended up purchasing uh, five of their brands, uh, sorry, five of their franchise uh, stores for that one brand, and then bolting on another two uh, of their runaway brand. So yeah, over a period of uh, four years, we opened up um, seven venues, uh, which is very, very exciting. And I mean, especially at such a young age, I think I was 24 when I opened my first one, uh, the learning experience that comes from working for yourself and, and uh, working without a, a safety net, um, I, I don't think you can really uh, substitute that kind of learning. After uh, selling out of my group, I ended up joining Grilled, probably one of the most famous franchise brands in Australia at the moment. Sure. Um, and I uh, came on board as a business manager for Grilled, I spent uh, almost four years at Grilled in different, uh, different operations roles throughout Queensland. Covered a bit of the country as well, as relates to helping out in different theatres. Uh, again, great exposure to just again one of Australia's most successful franchise business models at the moment. Uh, it's such an amazing brand, and it's got such an amazing cult following as well. I'm learning about the power of brand and the power of um, getting that emotional connection from a customer. Uh, the consistency in the message is definitely what the learnings I got from working for Grilled. I also got to meet uh, probably my best mate and then uh, we're going to talk about him a bit later but um, but yeah, my best mate who uh, is also uh, my business partner in another venture as well. I think at finishing Grilled, I um, became the National Operations Manager for Donut Time, an explosive brand that um, sadly is no more, but again was uh, Privileged enough to run pretty hard for 12 months uh, in that role and open 30 locations nationally. The intention was to open open quickly, open big um, and then sell out. Definitely achieved our, our growth targets in that 12 months uh, and it was at that period of time where I had achieved what I was brought on board to do uh, and for me it was about finding that next I guess, that Next, uh, next challenge. Yeah, absolutely, um, which I guess is where Open Pantry kind of came into it. You mentioned um, starting at the age of 24. Uh, what was going through your head when you met Elite? Uh I think, yeah, at that, uh, at that time it was, uh, I think the excitement of it kind of probably overwhelmed me a little bit more than the, the fear factor of, uh, am I doing the right thing? Um, am I not? I think the, the opportunity that was created uh, to go out there and be a, a small business owner as well as, um, uh, yeah, being able to be in charge of my own destiny, I guess. Uh, was something that kind of definitely led me towards that. The twenty four year old very confident. Having worked within that brand as well, I knew the brand inside and out. So for me, uh, it wasn't overly a scary step um, to make that evolution so into it was being more a franchise. a natural
0: progression. Yeah so I think it was challenge.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, again Having the benefit of working for some amazing franchise partners i've had some amazing mentoring and tutelage over that period of time where and i still do speak to those guys as well and throughout that period of time having somebody of that experience that's only a phone call away is very beneficial
0: yeah, I was going to say, you keep in contact with most of your mentors these days or?
1: Yeah, I definitely uh, I definitely try to. Again, um, I think I've, I've become a busier person these days and I, d- I de- definitely know that they are as well, but there's there's definitely three or four of the exceptional people that I've worked for the, over a period of time that I, I definitely uh, stay in contact with, try and catch up for a coffee where possible. Uh, geography isn't always our friend, <laughs> um, but they, yeah, they're definitely... People that have shaped shaped me, uh, I guess, as a manager and as a leader um, over my career. What are some of the, the, um, the sort of tips and advice that they've given you that you've taken on board? I think probably the biggest one that I've had: be kind, uh, always be considerate. Uh, I guess taking care of your people and personal brand is extremely important. I like think you never know what opportunities are going to arise as a result of personal behaviours. That's a massive one. Uh, and then probably another one was people and profit. If you don't have good people that uh, are on board with your vision for your brand and, and what you're trying to achieve, then profit may or may not come, but most of the time it won't. Yeah, they're probably the two biggest pieces and I think the uh, the unifying piece there is around people. Obviously, I think it's... Um you can't grow a business these
0: days without people. Absolutely you not. Know, it's, it's a bedrock of any any organisation. You know, only one man can do so much for himself.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of been the uh, the general leading an army, but the army's 10k behind you. Um, <laughs> not going to be overly effective. You mentioned that you've changed quite a few companies, um, moved between franchises, um, to move. I guess
0: eventually to your current position at Suki. Um, How has it been? Changing, changing roles, changing perspectives, being on board with a different vision and a different brand.
1: Yeah, I think it's um, it's definitely comes with its challenges. Uh, I think the reasons that I've I have finished up with some companies and then have been looking for uh, my next challenge with a new company has definitely been around aligning myself with the corporate values of what that company and the vision of what that company is trying to achieve. Uh, I'm very lucky with my role at Suki at the moment that I am responsible for creating that vision and creating that culture and creating that job that drive which is the reason why I've, I've come on board as the CEO of Suki is to provide that that vision and drive but I think integrating into new companies especially if you're not there from the startup phase is exceptionally important to understand uh, where businesses come from um, what the thought process is behind um, uh, have been to date uh, and I guess kind of getting getting all the key stakeholders in board uh, on board into a room early and, and Finding out what their vision is because if you're just coming in and, and charging away and just trying to pick up reins that aren't actually attached to a horse then um, mm-hmm. you, You're going to find yourself very ineffective. That's that's probably the biggest biggest challenge But at the same time is, is once you've understood what the goal and the vision is is that then it's just about getting other people on board Which is a whole new challenge of itself mm-hmm. Communicating the values that you've learned and, and Getting other people to
0: to come on board and to, to match their values to the values of the brand absolutely
1: business. absolutely and yeah getting getting people uh A, attracting people to align with the corporate values and then getting people to live and breathe them is is two different things and that's that only comes by you living and breathing yourself
0: so any um any tips or advice for getting people to to believe the values or is it more just um displaying and communicating what those values are all the time
1: yeah look uh, I think with the values, I think you need to have a personal connection with them. I, I think if you're going to work for a company that's got a set of corporate values, it's important that you understand them before you even come on board. Uh, I mean, I, I use the likes of Grilled um, just as an example, their, their corporate values, they've, they've had them since day one, the brand was created upon them, which is passion, leadership, ownership and trust. Um, uh, no decision that gets made in the brand is made without consulting these four values. From people uh, people management uh, through to marketing through to uh, and, and yeah, any, any corporate business decision that gets made, it always comes back to passion, leadership, ownership and trust. And those are four values that during my recruitment phase uh, with Grilled was something I, I definitely uh, resonated with on a personal note, which is what well, made them even more attractive to, uh, to come on board with. So I think it's really important that if you don't have that personal alignment with a brand before you've come aboard with it, you're gonna really struggle to, I guess, embed it uh, once you're in. Mm -hmm. You mentioned before that um,
0: you've started your own um, own consulting business called Open Pantry, and uh, you met Sean
1: through through Grilled, I believe. Yeah, so Sean Sean and I were um, uh, both in a business manager role for Grilled, uh, looking after different areas of of Queensland. I wouldn't say it an instant click. Uh, I think we were two kind of, Alpha business males that uh, were kind of sniffing each other out when I first came on board. Sean was top dog, <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, once once we, we kind of uh, put all the BS aside and, and found out that you know we're, we're both very much so in line uh, as to how we how we approach business on a daily basis, people and culture. Uh, it was a friendship, you know, instantly from there, and he, he's still my best mate to this day. So, I mean, Open Pantry was. Um, it was born I guess off the back of those those conversations and those mutual alignments um, as to how we approach it day-to-day and we you know we've we've managed to work with some very exciting brands uh, today both internationally and domestic and yeah definitely just kind of preaching that that small business mentality and making sure that we're setting as many people up for success as possible uh, and trying to fill in some of those information gaps before it gets to the point where going oh hey I'm in trouble uh, which uh, all too often it's it's, it's all too late. For the audience, um, can you
0: give a bit more background on what Open Pantry does and what it seeks to achieve?
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, Open Pantry provides, uh, I guess, sound business advice based off personal experiences, um, uh, be it from startup phase to, uh, I guess, brand evolution through operations review. You know, we've got an amazing network uh, that we've built up over our years as well, which we, I guess, we're kind of the concierge of uh, of business hospitality, so we, we, can, we work with a great bunch of recruiters, PR agencies, branding agencies, so for us it's about making sure we're, we're connecting people with the full service in order to make sure that their brand is healthy and can continue to grow.
0: We talked about helping um, small businesses in, in hospitality, um, what steps can people take to ensure that their next venue has a high chance of success?
1: Yeah, I think planning with the end in mind is a massive one. Um, I mean, what's, what's the end game? What are you wanting from the experience? Uh, what are you wanting your customer experience? And have you got more than one way to connect with, uh, with your customer on an emotional and commercial level? I think this is very important. Uh, as the increased pressure for a small business through increasing costs. You need to be very aware of what your product and business shelf life is uh, and what your exit strategy is going to be. I see it all too often these days, people starting from the beginning, exciting about their brand and they're not really having a clear path of direction as to what the second year looks like, third year, fourth year, fifth year, you know, and whether they're going to look at scaling it up and going bigger, or if they're going to look at going, hey, I'm in a good position, time to sell out. Um,
0: some some wise advice. I think it's um, the old adage, isn't you know, it? begin with the end in mind. And yeah, mean, it's, it's,
1: post. yeah, it's definitely not rocket science, but it's, it's so true and, and all too often it's, it's old advice that's overlooked. Last question, uh, what, what's your definition of the grind? On the grind. Had a good think about this one. Um, I think uh, don't question when payday will come. Uh, I think uh, plan your plan and continue to work it and adapt. Uh, You won't be handed success. Uh, You'll have to show resilience and perseverance to reach whatever goals you have set. I think that's probably my my definition of the grind. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Um, Kim, thanks so much for um, your time today and coming on the
0: podcast. Stories Behind the Grind. It's been a pleasure. Pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Would really appreciate it if you left a rating. For more inspiring stories and advice, follow Stories Behind the Grind on Instagram and Facebook.